Hi, I'm Marnie Faree. I'm founder and director of Bethesda Workshops in Nashville, Tennessee. We're a short-term clinical Christian-based program for working with sexual addiction for male addicts, female addicts, partners of addicts, uh, then couples. And we also have a program for adolescents who are struggling with problematic sexual behavior and their parents. For this podcast, I'm going to focus and share with you about some hints and some tools for your coupleship recovery. You know, sometimes I really think that it's almost harder to be in recovery as a partnered person than it is by yourself because you don't only have your own issues and your own recovery to focus on, which is certainly hard enough, again, whether you're the addict or the partner of an addict, but now you're in significant relationship with someone else. We'll just call it a marriage uh, for this podcast, um, but it might be a, a different kind of significant relationship that's not progressed yet to that point. <clears throat> and each of you are bringing all of your own pain and fears and feelings and woundedness and stuff into this relationship. And so to work together as a couple is very much a real challenge in the recovery process. Generally speaking, at Bethesda Workshops, and, and it's the clinical wisdom, um, is that each person be working on his and her individual things uh, as an important beginning point, understanding about addiction, understanding about the pain of betrayal, understanding about one's own woundedness, about one's own coping that may not be as healthy or as helpful as it once was in the past, of understanding about one's own responsibility for personal health and to take one's own recovery journey, to be in supportive community, to be in a healthy spiritual environment or really leaning into the God of your understanding. All of those things as individuals are very important. But what's also true is that just if two people are doing really great individual work in their recovery, that doesn't necessarily translate into an improved coupleship. Now, to be clear, a coupleship is certainly healthier and more pleasant to, to be a part of, when both people are faithful within this relationship. That, that is a given. And yet still to develop healthy tools and a healthy relationship is quite the challenge. We see at Bethesda workshops, and again, other clinicians across the country and Christian pastors and support group leaders are very aware of this too, kind of two challenges that often couples face. The first one is being completely enmeshed. Not, don't know if you're familiar with that word, but enmeshment is, is that we are all globbed up together. It's like this plate of spaghetti, and it's hard to know where one person stops and the other person starts. One of the much less clinical and kind of not necessarily in favor words that describes this is codependency. It's just that I am so dependent on you to tell me who I am. I'm so dependent on you to tell me how do I feel? How am I doing? How are we doing? And it's hard to have that healthy sense of self. That's very much characteristics of many relationships where addiction is present. And it goes both ways. The addict person is often just as 
enmeshed with the partner as the partner may be with the addict. They both are concerned about, will you leave me? Um, will you stay and, and get healthy? And this, this all globbed together isn't actually what the one flesh union that the Bible talks about. That's not what it means. It's not abdicating your sense of self. But that enmeshment is very hard. Um, I, can't, I can't quite breathe with, without you. Um, always have to, to be in that very intense relationship and situation with you. It's hard for me to separate out by myself. That's one end of the spectrum. Another end, uh, the kind of opposite is this disengagement. There is so much distance within this relationship. At best, we are like two friendly ships passing the night. Uh, perhaps at worst, we're like two warships um, that, that are going at each other. But often it's just that complete lack of connection. Just there's, there's almost no relationship at all. There's no sharing of feelings. There's no honesty and truth. And both of those obviously are, are not the healthy that you're looking for in a partnership and a marriage relationship. So I think it's helpful to understand that to get to some kind of middle ground, which is healthy, genuine intimacy into me see where I'm willing to let you see into me and where um, you're willing to let me see into you that that genuine intimacy. I'm not talking about sex at all. Uh, this podcast is not focusing at all on sexual intimacy or sexual connection. It's focusing on the relationship dynamics and creating a connection that is non-sexual, but deeply, deeply intimate. You know, the opposite of addiction isn't necessarily just sobriety and uh, it's connection. It's being connected in that intimate way with someone else. And certainly within a marriage partnership, that's, that's so very important. I want to give you a tool today. It's a very, very simple tool that now is used widely across the country of a way that couples, even early in recovery, when there still isn't much trust and still all kinds of problems and all kinds of challenges, from that point going all the way to couples who have now been in a healing journey for a long time and are really, really doing well. A very simple tool that allows them to really get and stay connected in a deeper way that avoids those opposite polarities of enmeshment or of disengagement. And the tool is called FANOS, a FANOS check-in, F-A-N-O-S. FANOS is an acronym for different components of the check-in, and I'll teach you and share those with you in just a minute. But I find it just so interesting that, that not only just because it's an acronym, which I kind of love uh, as a writer, I think those are, are cool and like coming up with them, I certainly did not come up with, with this tool. It's been out there a long time. But I think it's also just one of those God coincidental things, uh, a God thing, that, that the term Thanos is very much similar to a Greek word that means to shine on, to reveal, to bring light to. And I love that because this is a very simple tool. It will take less than five minutes. Uh, of time within your relationship that can just shine light, that can reveal you to each other about where you are and how you're doing. Now, there's some really important parameters about this tool. 
Again, I'll teach you the specific elements for the Thanos check-in in just a minute. But what is so important is to create safety around this sharing experience. One person talks at a time. It doesn't matter who goes first. I would really invite you, I'd encourage you, don't fight about who's going first. Um, sometimes we get into fights before we even can get into these kind of tools. Well, you never initiate anything. I'm always the one that's got to be bringing stuff up in our relationship. Would you just give yourself and your partner grace? Just pick somebody, somebody start, and then you can go back and forth day by day about who is going to do um, initiate this Thanos check-in. So one person shares, goes all the way through the Thanos elements, and the listener simply listens. You don't comment, you don't ask questions, you don't criticize, you don't correct, you certainly don't shame about whatever the person is sharing. This is just a way to be present with, to be with uh, your partner and come to understand him or her. So to create that kind of safety is just absolutely vital. And in the beginning, it will feel fairly stilted. I remember when I first began going to 12-step meetings, and here was this very specific structure that I came to understand was to create safety, where you'd say your name, and people would say, hi, Marnie, and then you would say something, and it felt like I was putting myself putting this information out kind of into the black hole of the circle of this room because no one would respond. And yet I learned that as I listened, people were responding. They just weren't doing it directly. It's not a perfect analogy for Phanos, but what I like about it is that there's this very strong, very clear structure that's really important to follow that you just listen with, be present with your person, and you can hear things uh, that, that create deeper understandings. A second important rule is that you don't talk about what was shared in this Thanos check-in. Now that sounds really pretty crazy. Like how am I supposed to create connection without talking about it? Well, let me clarify, you can talk about it, but not before at least one day, preferably two days. Um, that, that you just let this be, you just accept, this is where my person is. And if something is coming up in the Thanos check-in that you want to talk about later, then you just privately jot that down. And in two days, if that's still something you want to talk about, especially if it's an issue, of course, around sobriety, then that needs to have a very specific conversation. There are different kinds of protocols about that, that actually that need to make a note to myself that would make another good podcast topic around what to do around slips uh, in sobriety. But for now, to, to, it's not going to be helpful if you wait some arbitrary, okay, well, in 30 minutes, now I'm going to come back and hammer you. So what did you mean when you said you were so angry with me? And, and why are you angry? And I do all of this stuff. Or, that's not going to be helpful. It's not going to create safety. I promise you that the more you practice this very simple connecting uh, tool, that the more you will come to know your partner, the more you will come to trust your partner, there will be fewer surprises, there will be fewer disagreements, and it's really a marvelous, marvelous thing. Let me unpack what Thanos stands for. The F is you share simply your feelings. Here's how I'm feeling today. If you've been a part of a Bethesda workshop, you know we are all over feelings. There are all different kinds of feelings charts that are helpful. 
Uh, for some people who have a hard time identifying their feelings, get one of those feelings charts, uh, put it in front of you, look at it to identify, here's what I'm feeling. And it very likely is gonna be more than one feeling. So an example, well, today I'm feeling lots of glad. I also have a fair amount of fear and some sadness and some loneliness. And then you just, you stop. Uh, you don't have to unpack that any more than that. If, if particularly later on, uh, after there is sobriety is more assured and your coupleship is in a better place, if you want to give a little more feeling, well, I'm feeling really angry because I had a, a conversation with a neighbor and it didn't go well and I'm just angry about that. So, something like that, that might be okay. But in the beginning, just share your feelings, just where you are. What are the feelings that you have experienced the most uh, in this day? A second part, the A, the affirmations. To give an affirmation to your partner. I affirm you for being patient with me when I was so out of sorts this morning. I affirm you for taking out the trash and I didn't ask you. I affirm you for, for taking our kid to that extra practice when I said I would do it and I was so overwhelmed. Something, some kind of affirmation. If you have a hard time coming up with something and newsflash, there will be days that you might, then you can just simply say, I affirm you for being willing to do this Venus check-in with me. Feelings, affirmations, the in of Thanos is needs. State some kind of need. It doesn't necessarily have to be a need within the coupleship or a need from your partner. And get clear that it might not be a need that's going to be met, uh, certainly not by your partner, but it's fine to state it. It might be something not in the coupleship. I need for my boss to see how hard I worked on that report and to provide an affirmation for that. It might be, I need us to figure out about how we discipline better uh, our children without getting all activated ourselves. Or I need us to decide what we're gonna do about this upcoming event. Or I need us to get better on the same page about money and I don't know what that looks like. Sharing some kind of need that you have. So feelings, affirmations, needs. The O in Thanos, F-A-N-O-S, is taking ownership, taking responsibility. You know, so often in our coupleships, we blame each other. So to take responsibility, I own that I have really been out of sorts today. I see that I need to do some better self-care and I commit that I'm gonna make time and do that. I'm gonna at least get more sleep tonight. I own that I have not done what I said I would do about coming up with my beginning budget or what, whatever, whatever it might be. Maybe I own that I have lots and lots of anxiety about your parents' visit this coming weekend. Whatever it is, the S, Thanos, feelings, affirmations, needs, ownership, is sobriety. Now, from the addict's standpoint, this is pretty clear. I want you to know that I am sober today. I'm working my program today, and I am going to an extra meeting tomorrow. A, a statement of sobriety. 
I want you to know I am sober today. It has been a little bit harder day and I'm going to make a program call after we finish this check-in. Now for a partner, man, doesn't that raise your, your antenna? And you're so wanting to know, you're struggling. What are you struggling with? What, what are you going to do? Are you sober? That's why y'all who are on the addict side stay. I am sober today. I am working my program. And again, if, if you're at a point where it's been safe enough to present uh, some little additional information, you might can add that too. Then the next person, the other partner, um, shares the exact same kind of check-in. So let's say that it's the, the, the partner, the non-addict person who's now sharing. And just for simplicity's sake, uh, we'll say that that's a she. So she's going to share. Here are my feelings. I have so much fear that you're not taking your recovery per, uh, seriously enough. I am going to state a, an affirmation. I do affirm that you went to your counseling appointment today. State a need. I, I need for us to have a couple session as, as soon as we reasonably can. We don't have one for six more weeks, and I'd like for us to schedule one sooner. Ownership. I own that I really had a super sarcastic and hateful, disrespectful tone to you this morning. Uh, and I apologize for that. And sobriety. Sobriety isn't a word that we typically think of in terms of partners, but it's a word at Bethesda workshops, we use coping language a lot. Where are you partner in terms of your unhealthy coping? So it may be, um, in my sobriety from unhealthy coping, I have been very, very, very obsessed today. I've been very obsessed with you and how you're doing and what your program looks like. And so then that's it. Each person has shared. The other has simply listened without questions, without comments, without criticism, without correction, without shaming. And now this activity is over. It's really, really that simple. Ideally, the two of you would sit uh, facing each other so you can make eye contact as you do this Phanos check-in. That may be too difficult for you if you're in very, very early recovery. And so you may sit further apart. Maybe you're sitting side by side uh, with some distance between you. That's okay. But just move toward a place um, that you can, can be looking at each other uh, in the eye and be making eye contact. This is a simple enough exercise, um, and I strongly encourage you do it every single day. Yep, you heard that right. This takes less than five minutes from beginning to end. It is structured so that even if you are physically separated because of travel or some other reason, maybe you're physically separated as part of a therapeutic separation, um, that you can still do this. You can do this Thanos check-in on the phone but to do it every single day and to simply let it be. It's a great way to help with enmeshment, to let your partner feel what he or she feels, want what they want, own what they're willing and able to own at this point, and then you just let it be and you let it go. And then for you to dare to step into that circle of intimacy to share those same things as well. One of the things that we teach is workshops, and, and I say it every single time, uh, or one of the leaders says, is that 
there's a, a key demarcation line, especially on the addict side, between the people who make it in recovery and the people who don't. And that very simple line are the people who are regularly participating in 12-step recovery meetings, possibly some other type of, of support group recovery meetings, but the 12-step ones are so beneficial because you can go to them more than once a week. My point is that within coupleship recovery, this Thanos check-in is that same key, absolute core element of recovery. I anecdotally see that this very simple tool is the difference in the healing couples who make it, who go on way past sobriety and trust building. Uh, those, again, are crucial early steps, but to really have the, the marvelous kind of intimacy that they both have always wanted, that God wants them to have. It's those who regularly, every day, do this Thanos check-in. I hope you'll incorporate it into your coupleship, and I'm glad I could share it with you today.